Welcome to Student Success Secrets, short and sweet study hacks for busy students who want to stress less and tap into their true academic potential. I'm your coach, Roberto Sacripanti. Have you ever asked yourself why people have different skills? Why is understanding science easier for them than it is for me? Or how does the person always get straight A's? If so, you're not alone. I spent most of my academics trying to crack the code, but without success. The truth was, I kept studying harder, pulling questionable all-nighters, and yet I was not getting the results I wanted. Eventually, I realized that the current school system is simply not built to teach us how to learn, how to study, and how to think. In search for answers while pursuing my medical school dream, I decided to take charge on my own education. But the real question is, what is the key to learning? Join me on my journey as I share the little known secrets to stress less, shift priorities, and get better grades. I'm your coach, Roberto Sacripanti, and this is the Student Success Secrets Podcast. everyone welcome back to another episode of student success secrets i'm so excited to have back with us today by popular demand cory carter welcome cory welcome again thank you so much for being with us today yeah super excited to be back this is great uh i hope hopefully everyone enjoyed your initial launch episodes and uh they got a ton of value from all of your guests so uh, i'm excited that you brought me back i appreciate it all right, awesome. So just to just a bit of background in case you missed that first episode, Corey, what inspired you to um, you know start uh, this journey of entrepreneurship from from college to to you know diving into building funnels? Yeah, definitely. Um, so again, it's so excited to be back. Um, but just a little bit of history. You know, I, I was always taught that I had to put in trade time for money, trade time for money, work hard, harder. The more I worked, the more money I would get, the more comfortable, the more whatever, things I would have, right? And so, you know, I spent my all my 20s just focused on that. As hard as I could work, I could climb this corporate ladder because that's what we're taught in school to do, right? Is to work hard, climb that corporate ladder, and eventually you can retire. And so, uh, you know, it took me to a point where when my first son was born, uh, or my, my son was born, we actually were at home like two days later. Uh, I went back to work. I didn't take any time off. And then uh, my wife had a scare, ended up back in the hospital. And, and it was probably the scariest moment of my life. Uh, and I was at work and I almost like, I almost missed out on everything because I was stuck at work. And so, um, you know, I'd always had dreams of, of doing some entrepreneurship and I wish I would have started when I was a student. Um, and, and so, but at that point when I was 28 years old, I just started questioning everything. I started questioning, you know, what I'm doing, how I'm doing it. Um, I had to figure out my why I had to figure out uh, everything. Now the journey still took another 10 years before I really figured out the true direction to go. But, um, but at that point I started to shift. I stopped, I stopped working a hundred hours a week. I, I stopped being there for my job more than I was there for my family. And, um, you know, and, and 
I, I grew the, the ranks, but I started actually, when I put those boundaries up, I, I started having to work smarter within my company. And I, I found myself in a management roles, you know, a, across the nation, um, you know, from local stuff in Denver to, uh, you know, stuff across all the country, uh, running different restaurants and teams. And, and at the end of the day, no matter which company I worked for, my favorite part was helping people. My favorite part was helping a brand first time employee reach, you know, such career success through making sure they understood their goals through knowing how to set those goals through knowing how to achieve those goals. Um, and, and that, that really led me to my passion uh, of helping people. And, and then, you know, I ended up in a, a position where I met Ron Cole, my hindsight hacking co-host and business partner. And he was on that same similar path. He had had ownership in, in different restaurants and, and entrepreneurship stuff more than me, but really running restaurants, leading teams, building teams, and doing the exact same thing to where we're like, Hey, what's the favorite thing about our jobs? And, oh, it's, it's helping people do this. Right. Uh, and so, so we figured out, okay, it's how to make this work and do something we love all the time. We need to do it together. Okay. And so we actually, uh, at that point, we still had a regular job and we were trying to figure out what, what to do, um, how to do it. You know, we started doing things offline, you know, in-person seminars, small coaching groups, all in-person stuff uh, until I discovered ClickFunnels. I discovered uh, this challenge called the One Funnel Away. If you're not familiar, go do it. Best $100 you ever spend, uh, especially if you're a student. You'll learn some skills that you can use as a side hustle uh, to make money now and avoid those crazy things called a job. Uh, and so, so really we went figured out how can we help people and uh do things that we want to do right do do the things that we're passionate about um and it actually led us to we we ended up with the hindsight hacking because we wanted to you know our whole thing is we talk to other successful entrepreneurs and and we hack their hindsight to help our audience's foresight and uh so if we can shorten the curve for anybody else that's coming through that program or that those ranks then then we'll have one um and so yeah that's our our whole thing is we're helping people level up uh we're helping people to get their expertise out of their head and into a way to allow them to make money at, with things that they're passionate about yeah and so you, you mentioned very two two very good points the first one is the uh the side hustle right for for students and i think uh, a big problem in school right now is financial management, right? Especially for students, right? You know, they have debts and loans piling up to pay for their academics and they look for, you know, like those jobs that are very competitive. Uh, I'm thinking about pre-meds that might go into like research assistant positions that yes, they, uh, it will allow them to build their curriculum eventually for medical school, but at the same time, it would help them necessarily in the, uh, from a financial management and stress perspective, right? Because if I need to study eight hours a day and then go three hours a, to uh, attend classes, and then I need, also need to find a job uh, 20 hours per week to do a part-time job, right? Whereas I can just, if I learn funnel hacking or design hacking or, you know, building a brand or even like some sort of consulting in, in one of your passions, you can 
make that freelance job of like and put in three or four hours, you know, after dinner. Of course, there will be some sacrifices that you will have to make in order to make that happen. But I think that shows more initiative and status of being proactive to what's happening around you and finding a way and an opportunity in the situation you're in. Right. So I think that's a good point that you touch on it. Yeah. And, and why would you want to make 15 bucks an hour or go wait tables, you know, and make it, maybe make a little bit more and then you get taxed on all of it. And instead, if you're, you know, in a, in your own business, if, if you're doing it that way, then, you know, the tax situation will assist tremendously. You don't have to worry about that, but, but again, you do it on your time and that's, that's the biggest thing. A job forces you to do it on their time. And whereas if you're doing some freelance stuff with hopefully something that you enjoy, then you do also do it on your free time or your own time. Like how much of a win-win-win is that, right? Yeah. And that's exactly, you know, what I, what I started back in, back in college, right? So I was in my, um, in my freshman and like sophomore year and I was doing tutoring, right? Because I like, you know, tutor other people and, uh, you know, like teach them what I knew, et cetera. And then eventually that, that passion for helping, you know, fellow students or, or students, maybe I was a sophomore that were in their first year of college. Right. So that kind of like mentoring idea, I turned it into PTPRS and like my own business. So I actually stop working in like in the tutoring center and created my own mentorship platform and and program and and so you know fast forward two or three years um, um you know like i devoted my post-graduation life to it right so i mean that's just to show you that you know if you're something that you're passionate about you won't see it as a job and you will actually enjoy doing it right during your academics and so that's the, the best thing because that will allow you also to have that mental fitness and not to have that mental fog coming from maybe something that a job that you just need for the money, right? At the end of the day, if you do, if you just do something for the money, it's not even worth doing, right? So it would just consume you from the the inside, if we can say like that, right? Yeah, I mean, doing things for just the money, you're it'll just only last for so long. Yeah, and and so. And, and that's why I think there's so many people now that, um, you know, change jobs, you know, whether it's every year or more or, or whatever, like it's, it's, you know, back 30, 40 years ago, people kept the same job. Heck, my mom actually, I mean, she worked one job for 40 years, right? And like that to me is baffling. I would hate that. I would never have done that. Right. And that's because it wasn't something I was passionate about because for most jobs, you just do it because it's for money. Yeah. But if you flip that and you do something for yourself and you do something that you enjoy and, and you build something that's of your own, right? Like how much more fulfilling is that? And then money is just like, Hey, and I, this money is great, but at the end of the day, all of us need to, uh, we need to figure out our goals that don't have anything to do with money. Like, okay, we want to make, we've got to make some money to achieve things, but money is just the byproduct of doing what we love to get things that we might want to get, whether it's uh, a home or travel or whatever, right? Like I can go cheaply to travel to Europe or I can, um, you know, make a little bit of extra money and go in, in style, right? Whatever that's in style might be. And, and so, um, but if, 
if we, if everybody knows and will take the time to think about what do they want more than just money, right? Like forget the money. What do they really want? If money were no object, what would you really do? Right. And if you start with questions like that, that'll, it'll make life um, so much, so much better. And, and when you're not working a job just because you, it's a job for money, then you'll enjoy things and, and it'll be so much more fulfilling. And it's actually a good point you touched because people mostly often misunderstand the idea that figuring out your passions is not equal to working on your goals, right? They have this, you know, this connection uh, between having uh, you know, like a, a passion that they can work on on their extracurriculars to just like add something different to their holistic profile rather than thinking, oh, actually I should be focusing on this passion because that's how I will make my life fulfilled and I will enjoy what I'm doing, right? Instead, they, they, think, they think it backwards. They think it like they flip it, right? They just say, oh, I want to become a doctor, but I'm also passionate about... I don't know, like sports, right? And instead of, uh, you know, focusing on sports, maybe in like doing like a, a you know, sports uh, consultant or sports, or maybe like a trainer, personal trainer, they focus on becoming a doctor, right? And then going to a completely different uh, route. So, you know, that's, it's, uh, you know, it's a 50-50 and a balance that most people don't really have or understand just because it, they're not, taught how to think that way right so you know formal education if there is one thing that um you know i'm a big advocate for both formal education and self-education i think there should be a combination of both in in a student and so whenever i see a student too focused on formal education i'm saying no you should also look at yourself in the mirror and work on your personal development and some high income skills and, and something that you're passionate about, right? Maybe finding your niche or something that you can work towards, um, towards it in, as a side hustle, right? When somebody instead is lacking in school, but still in school and, uh, and doing, you know, like some self-education training, then I say, you either you're wasting time at school, you either go all in on entrepreneurship and become an entrepreneur, or you have to find that balance that the degree that you're taking will make sense for you, right? Uh, at the end of it. Because, you know, for instance, if you have a business degree, but you're getting like C's and, and D's, um, and you expect to get like a corporate job because you love consulting as well, right? And you want to have both of the words before making a, a conscious and educated decision, then that's not the way to do it. You still have to excel and learn how to study and how to think at school, get good grades. And on the side, you can work that the hustle that shows that you're actually passionate about that, that field and business, right? Mm-hmm.